Good morning. I grew up a very lucky child in a loving Catholic family in Iowa, the second son and the third of five children. As a boy, I remember saying the rosary as a family quite often, particularly in the car on the weekly trip home from my grandparents' house. My mom's brother was a priest and theologian, and both my parents were avid readers and debaters, so there was always plenty of religious talk around the family dinner table. My parents were huge influences in my life. They loved God, each other, our family, and pretty much everyone else they met. Black, brown, white, well-off or poor, educated or uneducated, religious or not, didn't matter. My mom attended daily mass, loved raising a family, and volunteered for just about everything. My dad was a hardworking businessman who modeled integrity, honesty, and generosity, and being comfortable in his own skin. They enjoyed the little things in life immensely and always seemed to be doing things for others. They were extraordinary examples for me and my siblings. Prayer was ingrained in me early. The idea that the all-powerful and all-knowing God loved us and actually wanted us to talk with him as much as possible was my constant belief for as long as I can remember. And I was taught God was merciful. Uh, I remember thinking at a very early age that forgiveness by God made sense because nothing I or anybody else would ever do would surprise him. Uh, since he was omniscient, uh, he had a long time to get ready for any sin that I would commit since, in fact, he knew that it was going to happen before I was born. For some reason, I took comfort in that. And yes, we talked openly about sin in those days of my uh, Catholic religious education. For me, prayer always lightened things up. When critical self-questioning would enter my thoughts, when I really fouled things up, I could always think, well... This is a mess I've made, Lord, but we'll deal with it together. Help me to relax about it. This was my version of my mother's frequent admonition to offer it up. Through good times and bad, Jesus was a constant companion. Marriage to Kathy, who was not raised in the Catholic culture, and the arrival of our two kids, Carrie and James, led us to St. Columbus as we looked for a spiritual home for all of us. What a blessing it has been. About 10 years ago, I began to experience a shift in my understanding of my faith and God and Christ. A shift I imagine many people undergo, but it seemed profound to me. I'd always been a big tent Christian, believed anyone who sought to do right in their life was infused by the Holy Spirit, whether they knew it or not. But I was in search of a spiritual truth that made room for people of all faiths. It honored each tradition, especially the one based on Jesus Christ, which was so dear to me. The shift came principally through books. In 2006, I remember buying a book called Inspiration, Your Ultimate Calling by Wayne Dyer. This book and others by Dyer I later read described God as the source of an all-pervasive field of spiritual energy that is infinitely creative, kind, loving, beautiful, abundant, and ever-expanding. Moreover, this all-pervading divine energy was available to all. We just needed to become aware that we were already connected to it and through it to everyone and everything around us. Our job was to live in harmony with spirit, to match up with this field of energy. 
Dyer gave examples of persons in history who lived this way, starting with Jesus, but including other spiritual masters of other traditions. He also recommended meditation as an essential practice to do this. So I began to meditate and to read other books about spiritual awareness and spiritual awakening. Some of my favorites were by Richard Alpert, the Jewish Harvard professor who in the 60s experienced extraordinary mystical awareness, first through psilocybin mushrooms, which I wasn't going to try, but then in a life-transforming way through a relationship with an enlightened Hindu guru in India. This led him to change his name to Ram Das, meaning servant of God, and to devote, his, to devote his life to service. Others included Byron Katie, Anthony DeMello, and Eckhart Tolle, whose book, The Power of Now, begins with the memorable line, you exist to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. That sure caught my eye. So following the example of these and other saints in our own tradition, with fits and starts, I continue to try to quiet my mind, open my heart, and become more spiritually aware. These teachers' emphasis on the present moment, detachment from ego, increased consciousness, and the mystical oneness with God and all life continue to resonate strongly. This process also helped me realize the importance of building community here and now. And I'm so thankful for St. Columbus for all the opportunities we have to do that through outreach, adult formation, hospitality, and many other ways. Our Friday morning book group here at St. C's has been studying the writings of Jesuit priest and scientist Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, which has further impacted my faith. For Teilhard, the whole universe, including us, is part of the total body of the risen Christ which is constantly maturing and evolving to greater consciousness. Our role is to love and serve the world, both its visible and invisible dimensions, to enable the risen Christ's divine destiny to unfold, which is for all of creation to become conscious of itself as part of God. You might also call that wholeness. I don't know where all this leads. My faith story is still evolving. But I believe now that my faith story is part of everyone else's faith story, and indeed part of the whole universe's faith story. That's how great God is. I feel lucky to be part of it and to be part of St. Columbus. Thank you.